The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Finding a clue as to their presence in your home is typically a moment of panic and disgust. Yet there are people who view the presence of a rat in their home as having another member of the family, just like a pet cat or a pet dog. And it's becoming more and more popular to keep a pet rat. Pete the Vet, why? Why would you want a rat? Actually, because they're great pets. I I heard you yesterday talking about exterminating um, the rats of of Dublin. um, And I thought, you know... Careful here, you're talking about... I, I did mention all God's creatures deserve their shot yeah, of life. and I can't believe that people are actually drowning rats still after catching in traps. I mean, you can't do that. No more than... You know, like Animals like rats are just as sentient as dogs or cats, and no more than you drown a, a dog or a cat should you ever consider drowning a rat. I, I may be wrong, but I'm just recalling, wasn't Michael Jackson's song Ben about a rat? I'm not sure about that. Hmm. Anyway, possibly. we, we so, move on. But that's a good example because there's lots of, lots of people have got rats that they absolutely dote on. I think the big issue is that people have a natural, cultural, negative opinion of rats. Just think about our culture. If you smell a rat, there's something wrong. If, if, um, if you call somebody a dirty rat, it's like a term of abuse. Like rats just have really bad press. But, of course, they were involved in the spreading of the bubonic plague. So people became scared of rats because it meant disease. Indeed. It may, maybe it's part of our sort of shared genetic memory or something that we have a, a natural fear. Like people have a sort of natural fear of snakes as but, well. But in reality, uh, Viles disease can kill a man. It can indeed. Um, but that comes from rat urine pet rats very very rarely would carry that so you know as long as you're i mean any animal can give you certain diseases and it's part of normal pet keeping is to make sure that you instill you know reasonable hygienic measures wash your hands after handling them if you do that the risk is absolutely minimal um some people have a rat phobia to mm. the point that it can do them harm the phobia mm. not the rat oh it's a serious phobia I, I i met somebody recently who saw a rat from their car in in the in the ditch beside the road and they literally had a panic attack they had to pull over and try to get control of themselves because they were so upset by this and when i take animals into tv to ireland am as i often do people often will be um, coming up to me and going oh a lovely pet and ooing and aahing if I bring in a rat they scarper and I'm left yeah. in the room but on my I, own Isn't it the colour? I mean you bring in a white rat mm. and it's lovely well, I've, no. I've had one <laughs> walking up my arm uh, years ago and it, it just happened to poo on my suit which was another uh, question entirely but it meant the rat was more frightened of me than I was <laughs> of it Yeah, and I found it a lovely creature to hold mm. uh, and so on but if I see a brown rat or a black rat have a yeah, different well, view um, you can get pet rats that are also brown or black but um, I think an important fact people should be aware of is that pet rats are actually the same species as the wild rats that people don't like but although they're the same species they've been adapted over generations of breeding so generally they are different colours so you can get white ones, cinnamon coloured ones uh, light sort of blue grey ones. And can um, can they relate to you? Do they become friendly to you? Absolutely because the other thing that's changed is their behaviour um, they're easy to tame and they, they become very comfortable around humans and they like human company and they're no more likely to bite you than, than, a, than a typical friendly pet dog. And how about hygiene? And hygiene is not an issue as long as you're sensible, as long as you keep the cage cleaned out reasonably often, um, as long as you wash your hands after handling them. There really isn't a problem at all. Um, Someone asking, what's the enjoyment in a rat? 
I mean, you can't walk them. And you yeah. are l- unlikely to sit on the couch with one on your lap, stroking it as you might no, a cat. Actually, you are. Oh, you are. Yeah, Pe- people who have rats will take them out and they'll they'll let them, you know, they'll carry them in their pockets. They'll hold them in their hands. They'll walk around with them on their shoulders. The thing is that they have really strong little personalities. They've got their little characters. And once you get to know a rat as a friend, it is genuinely that. It feels to you like it's a little person. Lifespan? Um, somewhere between three and six years, probably. Do you see many in your surgery? We don't see many, no. We wouldn't have a particular special interest in rats. Um, there are other vets who do that, and I'm sure they see a good number. Um, it's, I suppose, the same family broadly as the hamster. Well, um, it's... It, Broadly, I suppose. Like a rodent. Essentially, yes, that's it. Same type. Yeah. yeah. So the same type of dentition and... and well, one is more leads. cuddly somehow than... Well, uh, funny enough, I think rats would make better pets than hamsters. Hamsters are nocturnal creatures. They don't like being awake in the daytime. If children go and try and pick up a hamster at three in the afternoon, it's likely going to bite them because it was asleep. Whereas rats are often more awake in the daytime and more sociable than, than, than hamsters. I think a few parents would have to get over the hurdle of their, their, their um, established... Um, what they think rats are going yeah. to be like. Once you get to know a rat, like I say, I think um, most folk would agree that they're charming creatures. If you get a pet rat and then you get tired of it, the people say, oh, well, they live in the wild. It would be an unkindness, I suspect, though, to put a white Com- rat out into abs- the wild. Yeah, they, they're not... They've lost those instincts. That they're geared more towards humans than other rats. So the nowadays. cat would have them quickly, or a fox. If if they're lucky, they they might just starve. Who knows? They just wouldn't be able to cope by themselves. All right. Okay, mm. Pat. So uh, Pete, Pete on rats and mm. recommending them as a pal, uh, which is good. Now, um, my cat has a sore throat. Please advise Andrew and Lee Slip. So How do you know? That's what I want to know. Well, I suspect it sounds like maybe the cat's having some difficulty swallowing. That's the most logical thing you think about. Um, and that's unusual in cats. There's there's lots of possible causes. Um, one common thing is sometimes cats swallow bits of thread and the, the needle gets caught in the throat uh. and the thread goes down, 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 down. The needle gets caught in the mouth. The, throat goes, the, the string goes down the throat and they can't swallow then. So um, any cat with a sore throat, I'd say go to your vet because it's not, not a normal thing at all. Is our small dog in any danger playing in the garden while we have a fox in the neighbourhood from Anne? Um, I used to say I don't think so at all. Nowadays, I'd say, well, foxes seem to have got more bold in recent years. And I would be aware of that small risk to, to maybe dogs that are small and, and A weak. puppy or something like that. Puppies or elderly dogs or any small fragile dog. A big sturdy collie or Labrador is not going to be at any risk whatsoever. Mm. But creatures who are vulnerable, yes, I'd be a little bit cautious about that. The, the foxes are so uh, indifferent to their own safety, it seems to me, these days. I mean, they'll walk past our window and we've two dogs. I think they're getting more and more familiarised to, to humans and not frightened of us anymore. I've a coy with the white waxy patches. It doesn't affect feeding or activity, but what can I do? A koi, is that a fish? It's a fish. It's a white rather rather patches. expensive type of goldfish yeah. at the risk of insulting koi owners. Um, I, I would say that koi are quite a specialist area. And I first thing I tend to look at when fish have problems is look at the water quality. Um, but there's, a, there's an absolute science to koi health. And because they're expensive, you really need to go to somebody who's, who, who has a special interest in them. Are, are koi like carp? Yes, they're a version of carp. So that means um, that they will grow to fill the space that's available to well, them. Isn't, they, isn't they, that the theory? That's the theory. And it's true to some extent. Um, 
they do keep growing. They're, they're kept in very specialist type conditions because, um, you know, uh, there's something which they're a bit like exotic, uh, exotic on birds. Pe- people who are interested in them really get very passionate about it. Uh, can you ask Pete, what is the cost of a head and body MRI scan for my 14 kilogram dog? And does it vary? Is UCD the only place near Dublin? That's from Brian in Clonsilla. Well, the cost of an MRI machine is something like three or four hundred thousand euro. So that's why um, that's why it's expensive to get MRI scans done because they've got to pay for that big machine. Um, there, are, to my knowledge, there are two places that do it in the Dublin area, um, and um, if if you feel that. One place is too expensive. Do ask about the other place. Oh, yes, basically, but, uh, inquire. Yeah, inquire around. I'd, I'd say to you very much, though, that it's not just a case of one MRI scan being like one other MRI scan. What's very important is the quality of the scan and also um, the quality of the interpretation. Interpretation is everything here. I couldn't tell you what it costs exactly, but it'd be somewhere between, I don't know, 700 and 1,200 euros mm. probably. But I'd say that, that the UCD um, veterinary facility has an extremely high uh, resolution re- reputation and I'd, I'd strongly recommend them um, are rats expensive to keep I would consider getting one for my 10 year old son says Peter I think it'd be a great pet I think they're very cheap to keep very cheap just to keep a okay. simple cage simple food nothing complicated there I, I think my dog has anxiety she's now preening a lot and barking when I leave the house during the night I have to get up to her it's really becoming a problem she's a three year old basset hand so she's a young dog Separation anxiety is increasingly common and um, we humans sometimes make it worse by accidentally encouraging it. Uh, We should really be getting our dogs used to being left on their own from an early stage so that they don't get anxious and upset when when, when they're without us. And sometimes if we go to them as soon as they start to whine a little bit, we can actually encourage them to be anxious and that doesn't help either. So it's a complex area again. Yeah, it's funny that they, when you're about to go out of the house, sometimes they, you know, act up because they're not going with you. Uh, But if you observe them quietly after you've gone, they just settle down. That's right. And so um, you you should do things like you should get your keys and put your coat on and so on, like you're going to go, but not actually go away. You should stop some of those things because they do tend to get wound up in that way. 